Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello world, Shelley Rose Shearer here and welcome to the show. It's interesting because I have had some real time to think lately about what it is I want to be doing with my life going forward. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are kind of going through this, are in the same boat. For me, it's a little bit different in the fact that some of it's physical because I am retired now officially this year. And I want to just do what I want to do. I'm not going to lie. It's just, what do I want to be doing with my life? We spend so much of our time raising our children and then doing our jobs and careers and, and doing stuff that sometimes I wonder, you, know, you get to a point where you're like, what's left? What is, what is me? Now, I've been feeling very discouraged, wondering what to do about this podcast, in fact. And I am a story that this year has been all over the map and I haven't been super consistent. I will also apologize if the sound changed as this podcast when I did it in my house in Penticton did not save. So now I am at home completing it. But I do want to share what came up when I was in Penticton because I, you know, like I said, I was unsure about the podcast and I opened up uh, one of the books, you know, meditation books that I use all the time. And that particular day, the topic was tell your story. You know, it was just so fitting at the time and I remember just sitting there going, there's, there's my answer right now. And this is important for all of us. Now, we all have a story. We have wisdom to share. We have knowledge. I've just went and written my, uh, I'm certified now in insurance. I went and wrote, I, I joined Primerica because they've held our life insurance for years. And, uh, I wanted to know more, you know, I'm, I'm going into retirement. There's things I needed to, wanted to manage myself and I just wanted information and it was an inexpensive join up and a lot of education for free. So it was like, it was a win-win for me. They are a company, just FYI, that uh, does recruit like a, like a direct sales company and uh, not interested in that, not even sure I really want to be a licensed insurance agent, which I will be at the end of January. I am going to do it. But I don't think it's a line of work I'm looking for. Really, I was looking for knowledge, things I could talk about on this podcast, things in my own life, and referrals. I mean, it's always nice to be able to help people and refer them to someone else. Just because I don't want to do it and make money off it doesn't mean there aren't people out there that need help. And man, finances in this day and age, somehow our children, we've raised them and and they just are not understanding. I live in an area where young people will never afford a house unless they inherit it right now. Um, because we just have a, we just have a, a strange dynamic here and, and it's very strange because our wages don't match the pricing of these houses. So people that are just going to work every day can't afford to buy a house, uh, rents through the roof. It's, it's really quite depressing and you can get really caught up in this, in the government and, and what went on for the past three years or what's going on overseas. I have just had to learn to let it go. Not my monkey, not my circus. I do believe in staying informed. I believe for standing up for what I feel is right. But what is really right? 
the propaganda and the crazy that's just dealt out to people every day, that's a story. So just like where I want to focus on the positive side of telling your story, please remember, there are bad people out there and misinformed people and mentally ill people where I, I look a lot of stuff that's going on is just mental illness that aren't quite right and yet they still have an opinion, they still want to tell their story. Sometimes your story isn't what everyone else wants to hear or agree with. You need to still live your truth. And on this podcast, I just enjoy sharing my knowledge and my encouragement. So that really hit me that day. And I thought, no, Shelly, you know what? You need to keep going, moving forward, sharing what you've learned. So let me share what happened the last two days because... It was really sad that I couldn't control my emotions during the reaction and very sad that I hurt my husband so badly. So our Christmas tree, I have been the humbug queen this year. I am usually all over Christmas. My tree is done the first week, uh, last, sorry, last week in November, usually because I start entertaining in the old days. Not so much nowadays, but still, I like putting it up before December 1st actually hits and enjoy it for the whole month. I take it down right in the new year. Not this year. We've had a lot of things going on. My hot tub broke down and it's one of these little Salyuspa blow-up tubs. So the heating unit and filtering units are basically glorified fish tanks. And it's kind of funny because I've been trying to do it yourself and then I'm thinking, do I just go online for 500 bucks and buy another used one and tuck the tub away in case mine gets a hole in it or something? Anyways... I ordered it an impeller, I get it, I install it myself, I because I am then not really that way inclined. I have a lot of logic and I'm good with numbers are my, are my jam, but uh, the rest of it, yeah, I kind of fumble around with stuff. I'm not useless, but definitely don't understand the workings. Well, that didn't work. Now I'm blowing the GFI. So I've been two weeks thinking, just go buy another tub, just go buy another tub. And then I'm at a dinner party with our neighbors for the Christmas holiday season and my retired neighbor across the street says, Shelly, pretty sure that's an electrical issue. I'll be right over tomorrow. Sure enough, my plug-in that goes in the wall with the uh, the um, trip on it, the GFI trip, it was faulty. So he's coming to install the new one in a few minutes. All of this was $50 in parts, a friendly neighbor and not another $500 tub. So I'm quite excited. And I really discovered that with my, I have severe spinal stenosis. And now that I've got a new hip that has really lessened my pain, um, and I'm back on my guaifenesin for my fibromyalgia that I've been on that protocol in the past, I am actually feeling from those things so much better. I mean, the hip was just a miracle. You know, I was on some heavy drugs for the last year and a half because I couldn't get through our medical system here in, in Canada. It was very sad. We were literally, if it hadn't been for COVID, we probably would have gone to Mexico and just paid for it because that's, it was so impacting our life. So that's been just a godsend and a miracle. And my fibromyalgia, my neuropathy is really lessened with the guaifenesin. And so what's left is, unfortunately, my spinal stenosis. So what I discovered without the two weeks of my hot tub was how much I rely on that therapy to keep me moving and limber and I need to get back to my yoga. But I also do all my stretching because those little salia spas don't have seats in them. They just have a flat bottom that you're sitting in. Well, I got it the month after my surgery. So I did, my physical therapist was like, do your exercises in the hot tub, please. Just stand there, hang on to something. The water, as you, and this is when I was in stage two. The water is a little more resistance. You're warm um, and, uh, and more limber. 
from the warmth. It was just amazing. Well, you know, you kind of take things for granted sometimes. And we always forget, I think, as human beings, when we put a, a, something in place in our lives, a habit or, or even a belief structure, once we get used to it, we forget how it impacts us. And then we remove ourselves, remove, sorry, ourselves from our environment. And we're struggling with something. You have to look back and say, why am I struggling? And what was keeping me going? Well, I get in my hot tub every morning. I get in it every night just before bed. And bed is the big thing. So I've been struggling with sleep again and aching legs and nerve pain. It's like, I can't handle this. This has got to be fixed. So it's fixed. I'm a solver of problems. That is actually just how I roll. It's like, yep, you can complain about that. Great, great, great. Now, how are we going to fix it? (laughs) Because there's always a solution. Sometimes it's not a solution you may like or can afford or want to do, or maybe it's not the best solution. Go talk to other people. I'm a big fan of collaboration. So my story was, I'm frustrated with the hot tub anyways. A few other things going on in our lives. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed because I did do this Primerica thing. This has been a lot of studying and I had some things in my office that just were behind. And this podcast, I haven't podcasted now in two months again since October. My Christmas tree. It is very old. It is eight feet tall. It has to be fluffed every year. It's The base isn't a great one. I, I, get, I should have just gone out and got a new base, I suppose, over the years, but... So it's a little tippet tippy and you have to string the lights. So this is, a, it's a whole day project before you even start decorating it. And quite honestly, I'm just done with it. So there I am. I'm humbuggy. I know how much work this tree is. And this year it was just like, this tree owes me nothing. I want one of these pre-lit ones. Okay. Now I was going to suck it up. I finally got up Sunday morning and said, just get it done, Shelly. Get my little gloves on. I plug all my brand new lights that are only two years old and large sections of these LED lights are not working. And they're not these continuous strings. So there's, I have no understanding of why sections aren't working. Now, oh, now I'm losing it. So my husband gets out of bed and spends two hours on the internet and he's on Marketplace with Facebook trying to find me a used one. In the end, he goes out, I think it was Tuesday, and he picks it up for me. He buys it. It wasn't cheap. He got it like a quite an expensive one that the lady had used it in a photo shoot. But when he gets it home, there's wires all running through it. Even though it's it's pre-lit, I, I consider that pre-strung, not... So my girlfriend has one of these new fancy trees with remote control. There are no wires running through her tree. The, the, the lights are built right into the stems and it changes color and you can turn it off with remote. I still have to crawl behind my stinking tree and turn it off because the timer's not working again this year. So these are just first world problems. I get it. But my frustration. Well, considering what we paid for the tree and what they were on sale for half price at Canadian Tire, we've probably overpaid for the tree because... I looked it up online. They don't even make this a seven and a half, a seven footer anymore. They only make a seven and a half footer. This is probably an older tree, even though it was brand new. It is brand new um, in the box, but it has, whoever this lady was has owned it for a few years, I'm sure. And now I'm like, okay, so now we paid $400 for old technology. And it was an $800 tree when it was new. I get it. Mm-mm-mm. I start crying. <laughs> I just sit there and start crying. My poor husband, now you're, he gets mad because I'm overreacting. I get that I'm overreacting, but I can't stop it. And he's like, what do you want to do? I says, well, this is why we sometimes have struggle with money because we make poor decisions and I didn't go research it and da 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 And that's where I kind of went off. And it was just like, it was so awful. 
because this man went out of his way to solve this problem for me, and I have one of my emotional breakdowns. <laughs> you need to take care of yourself. That's part of this story, because when I don't, these are the results. I My hot tub's not working. That therapy that I actually need the heat... The problem is in my house, guys, just so you know, I have a renter that lives downstairs and I, I have access to the bathroom, but these two of these girls, they're working and, and going to school and they can't always just have me in the bathroom in my tub for an hour in the evening. So the hot tub kind of solved timing issues and my convenience because I have no tub in my upstairs portion of my house. Just in case you're thinking to yourself, this makes no sense. That's why. So the hot tub really solves some problems. And my husband made me a beautiful oasis and it's covered and it's protected from the from the elements and the wind because it's lower on a patio that's beneath our, our tree line and stuff. Fabulous. I'm so fortunate. So when it broke, it was like, no, I this has actually been saving me. And then the tree. And then we had some financial messes happen and some things we had to fix up. And then my studying and then just being behind. And oh my goodness, it's already the middle of December. Are you catching the drift here of just crazy anxiety spiraling? So that man struggles when I am this way, but he is so wonderful. So I just had to just apologize all over myself and make him dinner and try and make it right for, because the the response was so involuntary because I haven't been looking after myself. I haven't, there's been too much socializing, just too much of everything. And so my central nervous system really kind of gets overloaded. How to handle situations like that and why I'm talking about uh, this is owning it. So many people don't own their behavior. We had a friend that um, his wife had just had the week from Hades, had a party the night before, and then invited a bunch of people, including us at the time, over for football the day that she just wanted to be quiet in front of her fireplace and watching TV. Pretty sure there was a fight about that later, and I'm pretty sure knowing the people that he did not own up to his behavior in that situation. And I have to laugh a little bit because my husband's, one of my husband's reactions was, well, he did get up in the morning and clean up the mess. I said, honey, the part, there was eight of us at the dinner party. I mean, I understand that, which was great, but that still doesn't change the fact that we came over and kicked her off her couch, which I didn't know about, and, and the invitation made it seem like she was wanted us there. She didn't want us there. She wanted a quiet household. And we brought her dogs over. So, and we're not quiet people and neither is the friend. So the fight was on. I hurt my husband and he got angry and then calmed down and then just left the room, which is a very good reaction. You do not need to stay present if you think you might say something to hurt someone's feelings. Just excuse yourself from the situation. So we separated for a little bit. But the ticket here is I owned it. I completely overreacted. I negated everything he had done for me and the effort he had put in and left work and went and did that before he came home in the pouring freaking rain that day, I might add. And it wasn't just exactly my expectation. And of course, I I have issues around money sometimes. So that's been from, you know, I'm very fortunate. I have a lot of knowledge from it. But at the same token is all the good things that my family sort of imparted to me. There was also an off an other side to that. A lot of issues around money in our house growing up. And it's, how did I phrase this the other day? I was talking maybe even to my son. You know, money has to flow to grow. The Bible even talks about that, about the three stewards that each got a coin. 
and burying it and not spending. I mean, don't spend what you don't have. But sometimes we get very weird attitudes about money and I definitely do. I get hung up on the cost of things and when we're spending too much to for my liking. Okay, let me clear this is for my liking. And it clouds, it colors my life and my decisions. No different than my eating disorder when I was younger. You know, that clouded my attitude about my self-esteem, what I looked like, what I was eating. And I'm a bit of a health nut, so it's really hard when I have a binge night watching TV, it was years for me to go, you know what? That's okay. I just changed the things I love to binge on. I made them healthier and yeah, okay. There was no dieting that day and this was not appropriate probably behavior, but sometimes I enjoy, especially around Christmas time, I want my white chocolate and I want my popcorn for dinner. (laughs) I just want a glass of wine. Are these good choices? Probably not, but I don't beat myself up over them like I used to. So Dealing with acceptance as well of our feelings, emotions, reactions, the stories we tell ourselves, and a lot of them, I mean, you watch what goes on in the world today, and some so much of this is just learned behavior. We're grooming an entire generation to think a way that is not sustainable, is not healthy, and is buying into feelings and mental illness instead of teaching discipline and integrity we're just going so far in the a lot of this i'm talking about the with the woke crazy it's going in the wrong direction um the world has been here before ancient rome lived this way with the entitlement and the just a lot of bad behavior and that that culture of course completely collapsed so history just keeps repeating itself and we keep forgetting to study it and learn from it so in your life whatever's going on with you If you've learned something or can help, tell your story. You never know who it might help. I am not Simon Sinek, who, by the way, if you don't know him, he's a very well-known coach. Look him up on Instagram. But I still have an audience of people that haven't reached some of my lessons, so I can still be helpful. And when I've offered all I can offer... I can recommend or you can go look for the next level. You in your own life have that ability as well. Don't ever forget that. And when you've come to a realization and a change of heart, a change of mind, own it. And don't be afraid to say, I'm sorry to someone how I reacted before, behaved before, or believed before. But I've changed my mind. I've received more information and I've decided to think differently about this subject. You know, my sister and I were talking the other day because um, we have to because my mom has dementia. My dad's passed away now. And it was funny because my father, and I told this story many times in this podcast, he never kind of grew. My dad had an attitude and a belief structure and he carried that through his whole life. And it served him well a good portion of the time, but there were areas he never learned conflict resolution He never learned acceptance of different attitudes. And he really struggled with forgiveness. Uh, You know, if we did something wrong, just he held it against us. And so does my mom for the rest of our natural lives. Well, do you know what? My sister has the best attitude about this. And it just, it actually is a natural phenomenon for her. For me, it's a practice. And she just lets it go. We can talk about sometimes bringing up yuckiness from the past. And she'll just look at me blankly. Oh, I must have forgot about that. 
That's a gift, I think, some in some instances, because, you know, my son and I were talking and I put this into practice. But for me, it's a practice. For Angie, it's just a way of life. And he brought up something that had happened and we were talking about it. I said, sweetheart, I've let that go. You have learned your lesson and you have are making really good financial decisions now and da-da-da, you're on your way to, to fixing some of the mistakes. All we need, that's all that needs to be said. I'm not hanging that over your head for the rest of your life. I want you to grow. I'd like you to grow past me, in fact, where my mom, for instance, has a real issue with jealousy of anyone being more than her, smarter than her, having more than her. It's a, a terrible theme in her whole life with friends, family, and even her own children. And I just thought, that is not a story I want to pass on. I want my children to, my child. I only have one child, but I have a granddaughter now that I spend time with and I probably influence as well because um, she's 13 now and she's getting information from all different sides. And my my advice is always, you know, question. Question everything. We have a cute term in, amongst my friends. We call it my Christian crazy. You know, when I was growing up and going through high school and even into my 20s, but especially high school, I was so black and white. Everyone was going to hell that wasn't, you know, saved. And oh, my freaking goodness, it just kind of drives me crazy. Now with education and open mind and an open spirit, I have got better downloads from the universe above. I have a better understanding of, you know, that the Bible was written in a certain period of time and we have to make it adaptable to today's day and age and language and thought process. People weren't aware, as aware back then. And it was also transcripted and it was transcripted by men that wanted to maintain power. So who knows how much of it they got wrong or they changed, but there is a 10 commandment sort of basics that I think is a good way to live life, a good kind way to life, way life. In fact, here is a good example. My, I'll, this, I'll end with this about telling a story. My husband wanted to watch Kandahar the other night. It's a movie on Netflix with Gerard Butler. And we quite like him as an actor. And, but I wasn't really in the mood for another war action flick. We'd watched a, a few this past couple of weeks and I was like, mm, I would like something light and fluffy, maybe the Polar Express. <laughs> it's time for some Christmas uh, movies. But anyways, we watched it. It was fascinating. Yes, I'm just going to warn you now, it's got the violence and all the issues that went around uh, that time when the U.S. pulled out of Afghanistan. And of course, Taliban, ISIS, everything kind of all got crazy again. I do not understand all that, so I'm not going to speak to it. What I found fascinating, though, was this story took characters from every side of the equation and you got backstory on them. And it was fascinating. You've got people that grew up with that mentality that are trying to change it. You have someone that is even, I think, I think in the movie he was actually an ISIS operative. And he's watching a nine-year-old, finds a nine-year-old out in the desert wondering what he's doing there. He says, well, I'm, I'm blowing up the non-believers' cars. He says, non-believers. He says, have you read the Quran? He goes, no. He says, well, then how do you know what you truly believe? Not to say that if the kid did read it, he might believe all of it. Um... And I'm not making any comments on any of this stuff. All I'm saying is question everything. Know why you believe something. And, and to see the other side, you know, one of the agents dies and there's his wife. They're just trying to live their life in a country that, you know, whether they agree or don't agree, they're just trying to survive. 
been a change of regime and now she's left a widow and she's devastated because it was a love match. Then you've got someone that, you know, left that country, lost his son in the first war and, and, and emigrated to the United States. And during all of this, he, he made a comedy says, I will never see my homeland again. Because it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad or ugly. We actually tend to all be somewhat attached to our roots. It's just human nature. So from a standpoint of points of view, I found the movie actually enjoyable, but I also found it just fascinating from the other side. Because normally, you know, very American-made movies, it's the good, bad, black and white. You're cheering for the good guys and you're like, all the bad guys, all the other guys to just be killed. You know, they all just need to die. It's like, that was not the case. There was a lot of gray area and a lot of what ifs. And it definitely made me think. You know, I have a young lady that was in my life once um, who comes from a country where a member of her family actually said out loud when she was born, you should sell her because she was a girl. Like our stories make us who we are. Like what a bizarre thing to, to, to know about someone in your family and that someone would even think that. I mean, we here in North America, that's just so, it's so foreign to us. It's so foreign. So anyways, so t- our stories are important. Understanding our origins and where we're coming from, what makes us us, how we can help someone else and someone else's point of view, that is what will heal this world. And that is what will heal you. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.